Welcome back to another episode of Sagawan. I'm your host, Jay, and today I'm bringing in my friend again. Hi, Anne. Hi. <laughs> Since this is the month of love and Valentine's Day, oh, actually, this episode is going to be <laughs> released on Valentine's Day. So we're going to be um, discussing about the dating culture in Myanmar and just um, <laughs> how it's different from other Asian cultures or other cultures. And yeah, so uh, welcome back. And you were here with me to talk about books last time. Um, and that was pretty fun. But today uh, we'll talk a little bit more about personal um, experiences. So are you ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So you're currently in a long-term relationship and I am currently single. So we have two perspectives on the topic that we're going to discuss. Um, it would have been great to have a third perspective or a guy's perspective uh, particularly, but um, since, since this was done a little bit last minute, um, we couldn't get the third person, but that's okay. Um, so we'll just share some of our... Um, you know, experiences and yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so how would you describe the dating culture in Myanmar? It's actually a bit difficult for me to answer this because I've been in a relationship since like the end of middle school. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't really participated in the dating culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, <laughs> but I guess like from observation, a lot of people just like date within their circle as far as I know yeah <laughs> that is true um and I guess like in terms of the way people approach relationships here like I was thinking about how you know like back in the days uh, or you like you see it in movies too how the guy would approach the girl that they like and you know like he's as a guy you know like oh my God. <laughs> confessing their love to the girl and then it's striking how you know they would say something along the lines of like I love you like and <laughs> you know what I mean and then yeah and also like uh, very soon too <laughs> yeah 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 they say the L word like love very soon like the moment they confess their love to the girl and also um there's also uh they ask for like an answer like a pb and stuff like that oh my god yeah like <laughs> instead of like do you want to be my girlfriend do you want to go on a date they're like yeah, i love yeah, you yeah. do you love me too <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah so it's very different i guess like because um in other cultures or like at least in western cultures it starts off with hey like you want to hang out and you know you kind of hang out with that person to see what it's like and then you ask them to be like your girlfriend or whatever but here it's a little bit like the complete opposite right you ask them to be your girlfriend and yeah and it's yeah so <laughs> I mean like when I first got together with my boyfriend it was we didn't like this was like I was 13 too so it was kind of like <laughs> he asked me to be his girl like we didn't go on dates or anything he just asked me to be his girlfriend and like I had a crush on him first I said oh <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> but yeah generally like 
adult dating now usually mm-hmm. you're like in western cultures people go on dates i mean our friends kind of like our circle kind of do that too like it starts off casual but i feel like a lot of burmese couples they just like go from zero to 60 so fast yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that is true. Actually, you know, what you mentioned before about how you were really young and you just kind of said yes. And you were back in middle school. So um, that kind of is a great transition to my second question, which is um, what was the dating culture like when we were younger versus like, how, how is it different now, you know? <laughs> so I guess let, let's kind of think back to when we were like back in middle school or high school. So do you remember like what it was like for you? Oh my god, there were like like for like all of us in general, there were like crushes, like everyone was crushing uh. on like people. <laughs> and often your friends would know before the person like you tell your friends before <laughs> the person. Yeah. <laughs> but it was very like coquettish I would say like it's very mm-hmm. cute you had crushes and then like if you and your crush were like happened to sit together in the class or something everyone would be looking at you and like <laughs> <laughs> no it's really cute yeah <laughs> and all your friends would tease you <laughs> yeah those were like the innocent times where you get butterflies in your stomach and just like so excited <laughs> I mean I still do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good actually. But like, this is, yeah, <laughs> actually, like your all like all your friends would know, and actually, like my boyfriend, he didn't know I liked him until one of my friends, I think, <laughs> yeah, one of my friends told her boyfriend who was uh, right. who was friends with my boyfriend, <laughs> and then he told my boyfriend, mm. and that's how we found out. <laughs> and I didn't know this until like like months and months later. <laughs> I just thought he somehow got the hint by himself. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but I remember it was very like the girl would never make the first move, I feel like. Yeah, when we that's were young. true. Yeah, that's really true, actually. Yeah, you, you feel very um I like for example, like I would feel really, really shy to even approach the guy that I had a crush on. You know, it's like, oh, I can't do it, you know, because <laughs> no one was also doing it. But it's funny because in college I asked out my boyfriend. <laughs> it was like Aww. nerve-wracking <laughs> but, <Gross. yeah. laughs> but but in high but in high school I never would have done anything like that you'd always wait for the guy to make the first move <laughs> yeah exactly like, you'd hint you'd like hit and like hope they get get it and like ask you about <laughs> yeah but do you remember like back in the days um you know we didn't have social media like the internet wasn't like that accessible compared to now and in terms of social media we had like g-talk <laughs> you remember oh my g-talk? God, g-talk yeah g-talk. and like on facebook they had like the poke function you know it was kind of like oh my god, early days right. <laughs> oh my god you're right <laughs> i completely oh god, like, g-talk was so fun yeah like g-talk. you try to log in while everyone was like online at like mm-hmm. at that time of night Mm-hmm. And then you, oh my god, the status messages and everything. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So we had G Talk and then Facebook came later. And then and then well, I guess we just like text as well. Like that was our main channels of like, communication back then. But now yeah. we have like 
Instagram. So much social media. Now we're trying to get off our phones. Yeah. And then now with, you know, uh, dating apps and everything, it's just like you have a lot of options to, you know, meet new people and create these connections. But back then it was pretty... You know, um, simple. Well, back then we wouldn't be allowed on the dating apps. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if we were underage. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was just Wait, thinking. So you've used Tinder here, right? Is it any different to when you used Tinder when you were abroad? Uh, yeah, it's different. <laughs> uh, first of all, I I'm not a big fan of Tinder. I've had it like a couple of times and I would like delete it after a few days but um it's different because one there's not a lot of people here in Yangon specifically so you kind of um yeah you kind of just see the same people over and over again which is kind of annoying and one shocking thing for me was I actually came across a monk on tinder and I was like oh Oh my god yeah Um, like fully a monk or just like he did it for a week and he just put put the picture there uh I don't know but all this all of his pictures were you know like of him in a robe in a monk robe and I was like "Uh, no and also I I came across a profile where um the, the, the picture was literally a dick pic oh how is that not like reported ew yeah, I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, so that was not pleasant. And yeah, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the States, I've had it again, like a couple of times too. Um, and it, it was like, I guess in the States, you just meet a wide variety of people, whereas here, it's not that many because not a lot of people are aware of Tinder or dating apps. I mean, they are, but not a lot of people are on them, I guess. And um, I wouldn't recommend anyone to get Tinder. But I I do know (laughs) a few people who have, um, like, they've had positive um, interactions and they've actually, they actually end up dating the person. So there are a few, you know, instances where it's positive, but for me, it hasn't been so. It wasn't, it wasn't positive. So, yeah. Do you think a lot of people here don't use Tinder because they feel like shy that they're kind of like advertising that they're single? I don't know. Like, I feel like the culture here, people don't really like, um, like to advertise their relationship status. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, Mm. or or they don't want to, they don't want to like show that they're looking, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think slowly younger people are a bit more open-minded. And so I think. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So I think that maybe um, in that sense, uh, younger people might be more willing to explore that, explore dating apps um, compared to, you know, maybe older people or older people that are a little bit older than us. Um, but I mean, overall, in general, um over time I think people will normalize dating apps and be okay with it I think it's hard for people to I guess accept that you can meet someone online and form a relationship I don't know yeah I guess it would be hard to explain to your parents how you met someone (laughs) 
Yeah. If, if you were like, oh, I met him off the internet. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. I, I had an experience where I met this guy on Tinder, and then uh, somehow I met the mother. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, so was this when you went went to that country? And no, 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 no. This was here. Um, oh. <laughs> You, you know this guy. I already talked to you about this. Oh, wait, no, I haven't. I don't think I told you about this. No. No, he said that the guy, the the guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I think you mentioned that she was, she was, like, working here or something? No, the sister was working here. The mother was visiting. Oh, yeah, the sister, yeah. Yes. Oh, right, right. Oh. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> so, yes, I met the mother because I was showing them around because they were not from here. And then she's like, so he tells me you guys met on social media. (laughs) I was like, uh, yep. (laughs) It was so weird. I mean, social media sounds better than Tinder. Yeah, but it was so strange. It was like the strangest interaction. But it was, she was so nice, though. I don't know. But yeah, that was a very not Not every parent, not every parent would be like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm gonna move on to the next question. So you know how usually, um, since we're Asian in Asian cultures, parents are uh, strict usually with their daughters when it comes to you know dating, and I think it's more um, understood amongst other Asian people <laughs> like how this culture <laughs> is. Um, but yeah. So h- how has you know, how has that impacted the way you approach relationships? Um, so my parents actually still don't know that I'm dating someone. Mm, <laughs> and it's wow. been more than a it's been more than a decade, but I just haven't told them. I feel yeah. like they have an inkling though, because <laughs> I'm yeah. not that great of a liar. <laughs> I really just don't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. It must have been really, really difficult to keep that big of a secret because you've been in this relationship for a really long time. So, yeah, I mean, so pretty much everyone in my family knows apart from my parents, like my brother knows, my cousins know, Mm, (laughs) my nieces know. (laughs) Yeah. So do you think they would have maybe told them? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Because I feel like if they did. Mm-hmm. I would get yelled at. <laughs> mm. But what if they already know and they're just pretending not to know? Do you think that might be a possibility? No, I, don't, I don't know. Because I remember um, senior year, we had a prom and there were like prom photos on Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, kind of like I had, I had like a family friend on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then he saw the photos of me and my boyfriend and he told my oh. mom about it. <gasps> And my oh. mom confronted me about it. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, like, we had to, like, I, was, I, I just lied my ass off. I was like, no, like, I, like, we're, it's not a thing. Like, we, like, we had to go with a boy. Like, it's <laughs> customary because it's senior prom. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I, I think she got a bought it. <laughs> oh, my God, right. Yeah, because um, we attend international school. And um, usually in Burmese schools, that like prom and semi-formal, it's not a thing. And, you know, I think that culture is also very different. Yeah, the, there's no like Burmese event 
or, or like school event or anything where like people are supposed to go in pairs is there yeah 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 in America there's like homecoming dance like you go with a date prom you go with a date mm-hmm. for us it was like semi-formal and prom like most people didn't go with dates but like it was kind of like the custom that if you were dating someone you'd go as a pair mm-hmm. or you'd yeah. ask someone out yeah yeah there's nothing like that in Burmese schools as far as I know yeah I don't think so either <laughs> yeah which brings me to my next question why do you think parents you know like especially Asian parents um are not always supportive of you know their children especially their daughters <laughs> like dating mm-hmm. like you know like during high school and even in some cases like beyond high school <laughs> like me <laughs> um for girls, I think they're just, like, worried that they would get taken advantage of. And it's also, mm. like, I feel like with guys, they're strict when they want boys to either focus on school or they feel like the girl that their son is dating isn't good enough or something like that. But mm. for girls, it's very much, like, a purity thing, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. And I guess there's more risk. A daughter could get pregnant, and then because of the abortion laws here, it mm-hmm. would have been, like, I guess, very shameful and and a lot to go through. Yeah, yeah. For the parents, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's true. For me, my parents were pretty okay to a certain extent. Um, They knew about my boyfriends. Uh, They knew about boyfriend in high school and also in college. And actually in high school, um, they were fine with like, me having him over to do homework and <laughs> like stuff like that uh so yeah I was pretty surprised actually thinking back like oh they're pretty okay with it I remember that was um uh, when I was in high school I forgot which year but I was in a group project with a guy and like we could like we couldn't finish at school because school closed at like four like all the doors shut and everything mm-hmm. and I wasn't allowed to go to his house. I was like, I have to bring him to my house. And my mom was like, why? Why do you need to bring a boy to our house? I was like, because we have a project. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know why some uh, parents or I guess it's not just in Myanmar. It's like Asian parents. They're very uh, cautious about, you know, like not mixing the boys and the girls <laughs> I don't know why that is the case I remember like I remember very vividly when I got my period uh-huh. the only thing my mom said like one of the only things my mom said to me was don't stay alone in a room with a boy <laughs> and I was 12 so I was so confused <laughs> like oh my what? god <laughs> <laughs> she looked pretty upset when I got my period too she was oh. like oh no and that oh was all god. she said. And then the rest of it was like just me dying from cramps. So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I don't. I was like... so confused. Like I was twelve. Like, what do you mean? Don't stay alone with a boy. <laughs> like, I there's many boys in pro- like proximity when I'm in school. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Weird. That's yeah, so funny. So <laughs> no, oh, but... oh my god, I remember like they tried to do sex ed at school, and then the school administration wouldn't let the teacher that was doing sex ed bring a condom on school premises to show us how to like have safe sex I remember yeah oh wow yeah I was gonna ask you so your mother didn't have the sex talk with you I don't think my mother did that either but we learned it through school and yeah I don't remember the internet I learned a lot of the internet (laughs) 
Oh my god. But yeah, I don't remember um about the condom thing at school. I really don't remember that. I mean, it's crazy to think because like we're in an international school, like we're a private school, and we're not even allowed. The teachers aren't allowed to bring condoms for sex ed class. But you know, like in Burmese schools, they don't even have sex ed back in the days. Um, Didn't Mail Online come out the other day being like, <laughs> "Oh, they're trying to teach sex ed in school. They are ruining Burmese culture or something." I was like, what "Yeah, the hell? yeah, yeah." I was, <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I think um, previously the the NLD government was starting to incorporate. Um, sex education in the education curriculum <laughs> but then he was saying like oh it's against our the Myanmar values and culture <laughs> like excuse me <laughs> but I mean oh yeah why why is sex such a taboo topic to discuss in Myanmar like why is that such a shameful thing or like something that people shouldn't talk about I don't I don't get it I don't care either, but at the same time, I wouldn't be comfortable talking to my mother about sex right now, <laughs> or like either of my parents. I mean, yeah, it's very uncomfortable, but I think at one point, kids should learn about it. You know, because it's part of life, and you just gotta n- learn about it. Yeah, I definitely think kids should learn about it. I'm just saying, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> one. My parents. <laughs> no one enjoys <laughs> sex ed, but. <laughs> But, you know, I was just thinking, do we even have a word for sex in Burmese? I think it's like or something or Hold on, let me, let something me, let me like that. Google it. Wait, Google I'll it. look it up on I'll be there. Yeah, it's like It's just like the gender, I guess. It's Lin-sa-sa-yi or or it sounds so formal <laughs> like yeah like imagine <laughs> like <laughs> asking someone in Burmese like, do you want to have sex with me like <laughs> wait, wait how do how do people even say will you have sex with me in Burmese I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> oh it's like who says that it's so mm-hmm. like I don't Maybe there's like slang that we don't use. So yeah. yeah. Maybe there is slang. There is yeah, most definitely slang. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But yeah. Oh my God. They tell you like on the topic of my my parents not giving me the birds and the bees talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago, I had to go to see a gynecologist mm. and I had to get a pap smear. And I knew I couldn't tell my mom because she wouldn't let me get a pap smear. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I went to the gynecologist. Is it, it was with you. Yeah, it was with you. Oh, I went, it was like, with me. telling my mom. Yeah. <laughs> telling my mom. And I didn't tell her anything until like afterwards. Yeah, uh-huh. after I got my pap smear. And then when I told her I got a pap smear, she was like, you know, your future husband. Oh. or like their family won't like it because you won't have a hymen anymore oh my god I, I remember like, that what does it have to do with them how would their family know that I don't have a hymen yeah and <laughs> yeah yeah and how do how would a guy know that you don't have a hymen like <laughs> it's not something that you can feel I guess like it? you know like 
you know, like in those period dramas, like, you know, they would have, like, they would oh, check you if you bleed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, but, like, not all girls bleed the first time they have sex. It's kind of like old-fashioned notions like that where it's, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's very. Where it's, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, the, the culture and society is pretty conservative when it comes to sex and marriage and all that stuff actually I just remember a funny story I I, I told you about this already so, <laughs> so um I was it was a couple a few years back now and I was trying to buy condoms <laughs> here and he, I was texting you and I was like oh my god I'm so nervous because I've never done that before and I know there's a oh lot god, of I remember <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, um, <laughs> it's just not common, I think, for a girl to go up to a pharmacy and like be like, I need a condom, <laughs> right? I've it's- done it several. I've done it, but I think, I think I did it like before you, but I remember the first few times I wouldn't buy just a condom. I would buy like a pack of condoms and like paracetamol, which I think made it even look worse. But it it is still awkward even now. <laughs> yeah, it is super awkward. And I hate how they make you feel so uncomfortable. I don't know how it how how they treat the guys, but for me, it because it wasn't like something that you could just grab and put it on the counter. They have oh I have God. to tell them. Yeah. I need I had to tell oh them. Oh my god, like, that's the one. worst. <laughs> I needed I had to point <laughs> to the counter. <laughs> and then they're like this like they asked me like are you sure <laughs> like that I'm like yeah and then I remember there are three people behind the counter they were just like staring at me I'm looking like, at you yeah I was like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of remembered which shops would have just like condoms where you can grab and play and stuff so I would just go to those shops I would never go to like I would, I would like every time I go to the grocery store I would like memorize <laughs> Because oh I would God. never ha- want to ask them for coffee. Yeah, it's so awkward to have to to ask them. But yeah, oh my God, it was so bad. I was also talking to my boyfriend about how there's like there's only like small little boxes of condoms. Mm. Like in America, you can buy like a big a, like, like a box, a bulk, yeah, a box, mm-hmm. yeah, like a box of twelve or something. But here it's like a box of three, a box of two. And I was telling, I was he was like, oh, why? And I was like, oh, I think it's because small boxes are like easier to hide. Like, mm, yeah. I guess, I guess nobody would buy like a huge box of condom if they, <laughs> like, and then like it would be hard to carry it around. <laughs> no, but like you could just like take a couple and put it in your pocket. <laughs> no, I mean like if you were a guy, you you normally wouldn't carry a handbag, right? And then you'd go to the shop and you bought like a big box of condoms, oh, would oh, and then you'd okay. have to like take it out of the shop and everything. That's what I meant. <laughs> right I guess yeah that that does make sense but yeah oh so, my god yeah I just, I just have this like really deep unlocked memory right now I remember when I was really really young uh-huh. and then they, they there was this movie or tv episode or something like that where they were talking about it was really really bad because they were talking about HIV and AIDS uh-huh. <laughs> so they had you know a Paul condoms right they yeah. had it in there but instead of showing that it was condoms, they were saying that it was tea that protected you from what the hell? contracting HIV. 
and then there were like people drinking this tea but it was a pot and like I didn't know this until like years later that a pot was condom I thought it was just tea because I was like really really young (laughs) yeah like now that I'm thinking back I think there might have been like a few like ads on tv about that Apollo condom but I never knew what it was when I was young you know like it's just like okay and they would say like banana flavor and strawberry flavor oh my god yeah I, remember I was like those. what I thought there were snacks <laughs> I thought there were snacks <laughs> oh my god I'm dying oh my god but yeah it's so funny oh god but yeah it, it's really Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought because you said you thought they were snacks. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh, now I remember. Flavored. <laughs> but now I remember. Okay, so I think they, um, through media, they did try to spread awareness about, you know, STDs, but mainly like uh, HIV and AIDS. Um, but there wasn't, there wasn't much uh, about sex education, I guess. Um, but I remember there was a lot of like little skits or I don't know what you call them like ads not they're not they weren't ads like short story film kind of things on tv about like AIDS and um, HIV and things like that but um, there's something else that I wanted to do but I don't remember. I used to intern at this nonprofit that helps people with HIV AIDS and then I sat in in a couple counseling sessions and especially Mm -hmm. for like the new clients Mm -hmm. I was really surprised that there were like middle-aged adults that the counselor and stuff had to teach how to use condoms and like why she should use condoms and stuff like that oh wow I mean you know um I think now you know uh the topic of sex is slowly starting to be less of a taboo although it is still taboo but because I remember one time this was a a few years back too or a couple years back um I was at this event it was like I was at a club it was um the LGBTQ event um and I remember they were handing out like condoms and lube like right before you like it was like at the entrance so they were like yeah they had they gave you like a a bracelet and then they would hand you like a small little pack of lube and condoms (laughs) which I was like oh I wasn't expecting that at all but yeah so I think in some cases um it's moving forward but at the same time the society in general is still pretty conservative and yeah sex is still taboo to talk about yeah there's still I mean I guess with access to the internet you can access more information now but there's also you can access I guess the wrong kind of information yep yep <laughs> you know they banned pornography they Here? banned like porn sites you can't access them it was a couple years ago like under NLD yeah really? they banned like yeah they banned like the major porn sites or something yeah like now it's okay like they people couldn't get access to it no well i i found out because there was like a a telenor telenor posted like a notice like a, on their website or something about like oh like they're 
banning certain websites because of like this this directive and stuff i don't think they've reversed it yet i just searched it up it's it's you can access Pornhub. <laughs> really do you have yeah. vpn on no oh really oh my god maybe they did reverse it because i remember at the time that you couldn't unless you had a vpn on <laughs> oh interesting when we did sex ed they didn't talk about like consent or anything did they they just talked about like Oh, how yeah. the very dry bare mechanics of how sex straight heterosexual sex works mm, yeah yeah but yeah they didn't teach us about consent I mean back then that wasn't really something you taught that people talked about like consent right we, when we were back in middle school but they also didn't they only talked about sex like as in how to reproduce and have babies yeah. not like for pleasure yeah. or like anything yeah that's true like how, how to have safe sex so that you can you don't get pregnant if you don't want to get pregnant and you don't contract any diseases oh they um, did talk about condoms they just couldn't demonstrate they didn't talk about birth control or anything like that either yeah but yeah they yeah you're right they didn't you know teach us about consent or pleasure and all that stuff which I think is important but also at the same time I guess in middle school it would be a bit too awkward and kids are like uncomfortable and but in high school I think it might be a little bit better they definitely should have yeah. taught us yeah 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 but also at the time people didn't I don't I think even in America like maybe people did it freely like consent and stuff it wasn't it was a big deal but they didn't talk about it as much I guess yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure but now with like the me too movement and all that um consent is something that's become you know a important topic and um, yeah we kind of had to figure it out on our own like how mm -hmm. well college kind of helped a lot in terms of like giving me the length like you know those like orientation mm. they would include like safe sex consent and yeah. stuff. so like it, I guess I kind of knew like you have to get consent but then it kind of gave me the vocabulary to express it yes you know what I mean for sure yeah 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 so I think we've had a pretty productive and interesting conversation <laughs> I hope um with a lot of tangents again <laughs> with a lot of tangents but hopefully those are also interesting and um what's the word insightful insightful yes insightful so yeah I mean I kind of really wanted to know like maybe you can do a further episode with like a guy like I want to know kind of like their perspective and like Mm. the LGBTQ perspective on like dating culture here because yeah it's gonna be different yeah I think that'll be really interesting it would have been really nice to have a guy um share his uh, perspective on you know dating and sex but thank you so much for sharing some of your personal experiences and your perspective on this topic. I hope oh, you had no fun. Problem. <laughs> it was fun, like remembering things from when you were younger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like a good walk down memory lane. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so I'm gonna wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you the next time. Tune in. Bye-bye. Oh, and I hope you all have a good, happy Valentine's Day. Okay, bye.